Can't put it off any longer. Positive Patriots every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. No matter how this season is going or continues to go, we will give you a bit of positivity surrounding the New England Patriots. So following a 10-6 loss in Germany and following a 2-8 and on the year, how would you like to begin positive here? So I thought the Patriots ran the ball as well as they have all season. Right. 167 yards on the ground. It's true. 88, I believe, for Ramondre Stevenson. Zeke got over 50. Both were over four yards a carry together for just the second time this season. Back-to-back weeks now that Ramondre Stevenson has topped 80 yards, so he's starting to churn a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I thought the at least the right side of the line, the city so Mike on Wenu's side of the line was moving people off the ball. Yeah. So that little, that's something. Whoever oh, yeah. the quarterback is, if you can run the ball for a buck sixty-seven, and I think Zeke said this post game. Somebody asked him about like Mac and the quarter. He's like, I don't know about that, but I know we ran the ball pretty well today. And if you can run the ball like that, that's a good thing. And he is correct. I would agree with that. They outrushed the Colts by almost a hundred yards. They had more yards than the Colts. Totally three forty to two sixty-four. And, yeah, it definitely seemed like the most consistent run game by far. You know, Stevenson with uh, 88 yards and then Elliott 54. You mentioned the combined averaging, what, 4.3 yards a carry or whatever. Even Mac Jones had a few scurries, three for 25. So it added up to the whole thing as a team average of 4.6. And for Ramondre, last week included the 64-yarder. This was just a good day running the ball. Yeah. This wasn't like one play where you hit something and you really went, because last week it was kind of like that. There was 64 yards. The rest weren't all that productive. This was just a good day moving the line of scrimmage. And I thought he in particular looked as energetic, as violent, as finishing of runs. Like To me, Ramondre Stevenson always finishes falling forward. This year that hasn't been the case. That's what you got in Germany. His two best games were the last two games. Yep, absolutely. For Ramondre. And last year, the big knock. That's positive. Last year, it was a different story where he was so good early and then kind of faded, maybe because of the workload or yep. whatever else. But now he had two of his, his best games for sure. Uh, the guy who led the team in targets, receptions, and yards was Pop Douglas. Pop. Who it should be. Like, that's the guy, based on the roster that you have, you should throw to Pop Douglas more than anybody else. And they did. And so six for 84 uh, had the 130-yard play in there. So at least that they kind of prioritized getting him the ball, I think, is a, is a good sign. Love it. Pop, everybody wanted Pop from the beginning, and now we're finally getting him as the number one receiver. Finally. He will probably finish the year as the number one receiver. I would say so. Uh, I'm going to go in the middle of the defensive line where Christian Barmore, for the last, I would say, three to five weeks, is becoming what we all thought he could become, and that is a dominant player on the defensive front. We talk a lot about uh, who you're building around, who are your pillars, who are the guys that are going to be the the, sort of the foundation of whatever next year looks like. Whoever the GM is, whoever the coach is, Christian Barmore is part of the future, just like Ramondre Stevenson. Those guys came in together. Mm -hmm. They will be looking Mm -hmm. for contracts together. Um, We'll go down that road a different Different time. But Christian Barmore has been playing the run, been playing the pass. He's been batting balls down. He has been the long, athletic, disruptive force we all think he can be. The defense, just as a whole, you would have to take as a positive. They allowed one touchdown in the game. In fact, it was the uh, what first drive of the game for the Indianapolis Colts. And then from there on, forced five punts, had a pick, and uh, we're stingy 
as as you would say, mm, only allowing stingy. ten points. Normally, you allow ten points in an NFL game, you're going to win that game. So the defense held up their end of the bargain uh, in this one. Speaking of said defense holding up their end of the bargain, mm-hmm. they were without their middle linebacker, Jawan Bentley. Right. Didn't matter. Yep. Still held the Colts to under three yards a carry. Still held Jonathan Taylor. In check. Yeah, and they were hyping him up before the game. And oh, he, he was saying, said, oh, yeah. this is going to be my and biggest breakout. game of the year. Breakout game. No. Part of the reason it wasn't, my guy, oh, Jelani Tavai, Tavai, had another impressive. This was the first game all or year. Tavai, I think, is what I they, said yeah, at one point. I think they called him Tevi. Oh, Tevi. I think yeah, it was he Tevi. had one real odd one at one point. I was like, oh, we right. took the Tevi to the levee. <laughs> worth a the shot. The levee was yeah. dry. Yeah, right. um, he played the whole game. First game all year, he played 100% of the snaps, stepping up to mm-hmm. fill in for Bentley, uh, was active, and also one sh- one snap shy of the most snaps on special teams. So he played every snap on defense. He played all but one snap, An like Iron Slater Man. and them. Dude's a stud. A he said it two weeks Iron ago. Man. He's a professional. Yeah. That's why he's going to do this. All right. I really have grown to really like Jelani so, Tavai. Yeah. He's become one of my favorite players. Yeah, you hit on it last week or the week before about how well, this is sort of positive. If if the team overall was better, he'd be like a really good Star, fit. And he, yeah. would, he would fit in really nice. Yep. And like you could see him being a contributor like on a, a really cult good hero and like making plays. But he's still a good player that this team needs right now. And he yeah. stepped up. Speaking of cult heroes, uh, rookie punter Bryce Barringer. Yeah. Couple more absolute boomers. I was a little down on him earlier in the year because he had a few shanks, but he has cleaned that up. He has been a pretty good Tremendous. weapon for him. Yeah. So I've been tracking the stats for my stat blog on WEI.com. He has gotten he's risen the ranks every week. I think he's now like the fifteenth best punter in net average. Like he was down in like he the mid twenties. He yeah. is he's trending in the right direction. This isn't a negative, but right. I was disappointed he didn't hit the scoreboard. I was rooting for that after it had happened a week earlier yeah, yeah. in the Dolphins Chiefs game. Uh, but, yeah, Bryce Beringer is – he's going to be a weapon. He's going to be a good punter, whatever yep. you want to call it. And even his touchback was a 79-yard punt. I believe the longest punt in the National Football League this year. I know. He probably didn't ex- – he's like, I'm just going to crush this, and then he crushed it too far, and it rolled into the end zone. Like, and he oh, might get 20. that back. Like, yeah. Anyway, I thought – yeah, that would Dude yeah. can boom it. And I told you this in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, right. the ball just exploded off of his foot. I had never seen anything like it of any punter in the last 20 years here. It's funny because they've brought in a few different punters, right, whether yep. it was draft picks or not. They've brought in guys who are like, oh, this guy can boom it. Oh, yeah, no, this guy can boom and it. Bailey. Yeah. I think, wasn't Bailey the one who hit the scoreboard last week for the Dolphins? Jake Bailey was. probably was, actually. He was. He hit the scoreboard. Yep. I like that. Two drafted punters. He had a great year that one year, and then. Yeah, and then it really fell apart. He was, like, squatting, and he yeah. didn't want to squat, and he got hurt, and whatever. I will say, you know, this is sort of... Uh, How long is this segment? It's too long, <laughs> as it is. Again, positive Patriots here. This is, you know, it's going to sound negative, but it's actually a positive. Yeah, better draft pick. Better Ooh. draft pick position. I think if that's what we're looking at, and I certainly am, you lose this game, you fall to 2-8, and eight, you're currently picking third in the NFL draft. You have the... Or fourth. Third or fourth. I think it might be third. It might be third. I think it is third. You're right. It's third. They're 2-8, and eight, and... Uh, that was better off for them. I'm looking at the draft order myself. They are third, and the team that is second is the team that you play next. So there's a real opportunity to be picking second in the NFL draft. Yeah. And then Carolina is one and eight, so they haven't had their bye week. But actually, that might be worth doing right now. Let me take a look at Carolina. Wow. Now only we're scoreboard watching, we're bye week watching, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah, all yeah. these things. Does Carolina have a win remaining? Dallas? Ten- nope. Tennessee? Maybe. Tampa Bay, you never know. Division game, yeah. not a great team. And Baker is like a four-pick waiting to happen. True. You never know. New Orleans? Nope. Atlanta? Definitely Home possibility. against Atlanta. Yep. Green Bay? 
Unlikely, but could happen. Yeah, it's in that one's in Carolina. Okay, and then at Jacksonville, and then uh, home to Tampa Bay to end it. So they got a couple. With like all their division games, it seems like. Yeah, and they, then, they could win a couple in there. That would be nice. Oof, if they're trying it, to win. I don't know. I was gonna, who knows? But Actually, they, yeah, they, they have their quarterback. Be. And they don't have their pick. No, they should try to win. Although they oh. do have their second, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So they, they would So you'd want that, the right. first pick and the second. But like the first team. overall pick's going to the Bears anyway, so you might as well. That's the kind of team that should be going for wins and trying to get Bryce Young's confidence up because he's not great. No, he hasn't been great. No. I did find interesting today out of Houston as I stall for time here. <laughs> stretch, um, stretch. Jim McClain? No. Jim. Yeah, Jim McClain. No. John. John McClain. John McClain from Die Hard. Was on a podcast and said they'll never admit it, but if the Texans had had the number one pick, they would have taken Bryce Young. Wow. Not C.J. Stroud. Wow. They lucked into C.J. Stroud, and now they're like, yeah, we C.J. Stroud's We love this guy. Always out. We got him because we won a yeah. game last year, and he's won with, yeah. He's great. Well, if you he listen, is great. If you listen to the uh, incredible draft show we did last year, we were all on C.J. Stroud over Bryce. Good player. Young. Good player. He's killing it. Putting up some impressive numbers. He is. Did you see, there was one stat where it's just him, Mahomes, Manning, and Brady yeah. at this point in the season. It's something to do with uh, yards combined with touchdown interception ratio. Right. And, like, he's Killing it! No, he's and he turns it over once, and he's like apologizing to the defense, and yeah. he's no, he's pretty. He's good. Like, we should probably start talking Patriots again. Uh, yeah, so they they go with Bailey Zappi at the end of the game. Is that a positive? Well, it wasn't Mac Jones. So I think some people could look at it as a positive. Like enough is enough. You have a bad interception, you kind of pay for it, and you got to come out of the game. Okay, and it also leads more to like there is no more discussion. Like I think it's a positive. Like we've all spent too much time over the last year. Debating on whether or not Mac Jones is a guy. I think a caller earlier in the show actually brought up a great point. We're not in purgatory. You're not in quarterback purgatory mm. where you're like, oh, is he the guy? He's not the guy. Is that no, he's not the guy. So that's good. That is because knowledge is power. Yes, and you have the power of right. Because then forward. what are you going to do? You're going to bring him back for a fourth year and then maybe a fifth year. To, like there's not even a decision to be made about no. picking up the fifth year option. <laughs> no. Whereas like if they had want, say they were uh, somehow five and five. And he was playing like an average quarterback. You're probably picking up the fifth then year. You option. end up as the Giants and like this weird thing, paying a guy yeah. too much. Yeah, I get a good one. Okay, please. Is it a good one? Uh, it's well, a good one. Try so, it on two of the last three weeks. Okay, a guy who everyone was very excited about being a weapon for the offense and a red zone weapon in particular has been wide open in the end zone. <laughs> he had a game winning touchdown against the Bills yep. and should have had a game winning touchdown against the Colts. Mike. Kasicki. Good point. So there's been time. So people have been critical about Bill O'Brien, and they've been critical about Mike Kasicki. And what we've seen is a good play call and an open tight end. And so those and guys have are to doing stop their part. talking about it there because <laughs> those guys are positive and, segment. And thus concludes the positive <laughs> Patriots segment here on, on WEI. The only one you'll hear here or anywhere uh, throughout the rest of the Patriots season.